bringing you some of the best speakers and teachers from across the globe. Their words inspiring you towards your best days. This is the Learn, Develop, Live podcast. Speakers Hub. Good morning. Welcome to the Speaker Hub from the Learn, Develop, Live podcast. My name is still Chris Jags and I'm bringing you another motivator to begin your week and push you through the way you want to go and smash it. The Speaker Hub today welcomes back the incredible Bren Brown. Now we can learn a little bit about emotions today, which surprisingly is still something that people aren't quite tapped into just yet. As well as that, Bren will tell us why we need to surround ourselves with those happy and positive people. Here we go. Hey, let's talk about our Atlas of the Heart. So uh, it is, it, we've gotten, we got three, Portia and I went through three of them, and then we, we just asked for more. So how many are there total? Five. Okay, in so explain, it's, it's great in book form, um, but it's even better in this form because it, it kind of explores, uh, you know, different people in the audience. So explain, it's on HBO Max, explain what it is. So Atlas of the Heart is a book about language and emotions. These are I go through the 87 emotions and experiences that we need to be able to understand in language in order to connect with ourselves and each other. So the problem is that we have very limited language. Um, we just don't have the words that are ex- as expansive as our experience. So in Atlas of the Heart on HBO Max, we go through 30 of those with a live audience using film, television, and pop culture. So we get to use clips and really kind of step, you know, there's nothing safe about learning about emotion. That's the portal that I was talking about. It's right. kind of scary. But with when you use film and television, you can kind of step back and watch it unfolding with someone else. And so that's what the show is. It's so, it was so much fun. It's great. And I love the interaction with the audience and everyone exploring it. You talk about hot coffee. Explain that, that conversation that you have. This is some really powerful neuroscience research that shows that physical, when we experience physical pain, like let's say hot coffee drops on your hand, The part of the brain that lights up is the same part of the brain that lights up when we experience shame, exclusion, or emotional pain. Like, emotional pain is real pain. And so, just like if you hurt yourself, you would tend to yourself, heal, take care of yourself, when we feel pushed away, when we feel shame, when we feel isolated, when we feel lonely, those injuries are real. Our body's like, we're hurt. And we have to do something about it. Yeah, and most people don't. We just brush it off like, eh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's amazing. It's fascinating. We have to take a break. More with Brene after this. We're back with New York Times bestselling author Brene Brown. And uh, what's really uh, I, I, surprising to me, because I came uh, from a family that did not talk about emotions, there, was, there were no emotions except fine. We were all fine yeah. all the time. We were just fine. So to hear that we are thinking, we are not thinking beings, we are emotional beings that have thoughts. Yeah, I mean, I think we so desperately want to believe that we are cognitive thinking beings who on occasion get inconvenienced by emotion. This is not true. We are emotional beings who on occasion think. And when emotion is driving, which is almost always, thinking is not over here riding shotgun. It's in the trunk, hogtied. Like, emotions just got clear path. And so, and and I don't know, we're really really doubled down on that, man. We are like 
I'm not a feeling person. You, you know, just saying, no, man, I am not a feeling person. I'm like, wow, that's so many feelings. <laughs> yeah. You know, the whole, you know, the screw your feeling stuff. I'm like, wow, so much rage in, yes. your, in your flag. Yeah. So much anger, so much resentment, so much contempt, all feelings. Yeah. See, even just those three, like contempt and rage and anger, when people hear that there's, you said 80? We found 87 that we, emotions and experiences that we need to understand. Yeah, but most people think there's three. There's happy, sad. Pissed off. Pissed off, yeah. So, but there's actually a ton more when you really think about it and you go through that in this series, in these episodes. Um, but I think it's really hard, like I said, I come from n not even understand, I'm, I'm still at this age learning what my feelings are, but how do you communicate with a friend, a lover, or someone when you don't have that education of, of the, the skill of, and language is so important. Yeah, it's, it's really tough. I mean, I, I use the comparison, imagine if you went to the doctor because you were in pain and you had this terrible shooting thing in your shoulder, and when you were getting ready to tell her about it, where it hurt and how it hurt, your mouth was duct taped shut, you know, and you just were like, mm, mm, mm. One of two things would happen. As someone who studied human behavior for two decades, I would say one of two things would happen in that examining room. One, you'd just start flailing around, knocking stuff off shelves out of just, you know, just rage and confusion and desperation, or two, you would just slide down on the floor in a heap out of despair. Like, I'm in pain, and I can't communicate that to you. Yeah. And so we need the language, because here's the bottom line. We are neurobiologically hardwired for connection with each other. In the absence of connection, there is always suffering. There is just deep suffering, and we're seeing it right now yeah. in the world. And so... We need language to forge connection. That's what I'm hoping to do with Atlas of the Heart. Yep. We'll be right back. We're back with Brene Brown. Uh, talk about, like, an educational thing to watch on television is, is, is your series on HBO Max. It really is Thanks. so important. It's so important to learn that. So there are two words, Schadenfreude? And Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude and Freuden. Freudenfreude. Okay, so some people might know what Schadenfreude is, uh, but uh, some people don't. So explain Schadenfreude and Freudenfreude. So Schadenfreude, and all you have to do is like go on social media or turn on the news. Schadenfreude is feeling delight and joy at someone else's misery. Right? So someone big fails publicly, or some, an influencer makes a wrong step, or, and we're like, <laughs> you know, and, we're, and it's really dangerous with a group of people. Because when we're with a group of people and we take shared delight in watching someone else's humiliation or pain, the thing to remember about that is anytime you feel connection based on someone else's pain or humiliation, that connection is counterfeit. It is BS. It's not real connection. Yeah. Yeah. So, and as you said, that's what's happening in social media. Yeah. There's, a, there's this pile-on mentality yeah. when they see somebody um, failing or hurting in any way. For sure. It, there's, there's something that makes them feel good about themselves, better about themselves. And the opposite, Freud and Freud. Freud and Freud. I love this. And I, didn't, I just discovered it when I was doing the Atlas research. 
But it tracks back to something Steve and I, my husband and I, taught our kids growing up. So we used to say, Freudenfreude is taking pleasure or joy in someone else's pleasure or joy. So I say to you, hey, I got that promotion. And you're like, woo, woo, yes, that's Freudenfreude. And we know it's a huge predictor of good relationship and deep connection with lovers, with friends, with family. When my kids were growing up, Steve and I, especially hit in third or fourth grade. How many of you have ever parented a third or fourth grader? Right, yeah, it gets real, right? And so we used to say, listen, hold your hands like that. So make your, make, put your hands in a cup. And we used to say, Ellen, because my daughter's name is Ellen, um, inside here is a little flame. And that's you, that's your essence, that's your spirit. And what you're looking for as a friend, when things get really windy and dangerous, they kind of put their hands over yours and they say, let's keep that thing from blowing out. What we don't want are flame blower outers. The friend where you go, like, guess what? I got the part in the play. And your friend goes, oh, it's a really dumb play. <sighs> hey, guess what? I made safety patrol. Oh, my God, what a nerd. We want, some, we want the friends who keep the flame going. No flame blower outers. I love it. I think, you know, you said a minute ago, there's a lot going on in the world right now. Um, it is... It is heartbreaking, really, for me, when I, as a person that struggles with depression and anxiety, when I feel everything that's going on. So for someone like me, and I, I hope there's a lot of people that are empathetic out there that feel what's going on in the world, what do you suggest? How do we deal with what's going on? I wish I had a really easy answer. Uh, I don't, um, because I'm struggling, too. I'm struggling with, you know, some mornings I, I, I just... I play Wordle and then I just want to go back to sleep and wake up till the next Wordle's ready. And I don't want to face the actually world. Uh, um, I think action and scale. And we've got to remember, we can do small things that make a difference. But one of the things I find myself doing right now that I'm really working on, because it's very dangerous for me, is I'm not allowing myself to feel joy. I'm not allowing myself to get excited about things that are in my family that are important because I'm like, how dare I feel joy right now while the world's falling apart? But I think the last thing the world needs is for us to withhold love and joy. We need to take action against all the systemic stuff that's happening in the world right now. There's no shortage of ways to do that. And we also need to, we need to lean into love and joy and connection. And it's hard. It's yep. hard. Yep. If you'd like to watch that video, it can be found on YouTube and it's called Bren Brown on Surround Yourself with People Who Take Pleasure in Your Joy. And it's published by the Ellen Show YouTube channel. So let's now move on to you. Now you can start your learn, develop, live journey today towards a higher life, living the higher life that you've been chasing by booking a free 30 minute call your 30-minute learn develop live power call over at ldlcall.com. The calendar is waiting for the time slot perfect for you. And no credit cards are needed. This is just a great conversation. Brainstorm the best strategy to help you grow and eliminate the problem that you have or the opportunity that you want to start today. Let's speak soon. As for today's episode, that is me done. I'll be back tomorrow for more. Look after yourself, and I'll see you in the next one. The Learn, Develop, Live podcast. Life is too short for just sitting in your pants eating cheesy watsits. 
Thanks for listening. You can find more motivation and inspiration at learndeveloplive.com. And we'll be back to inspire you again tomorrow.